Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? I'm confused. Always blame the protagonist. Imagine that Quee thing. What am I talking about? What? Killer Crack eats them? We're the worst. <laughs> hey, and welcome back to the Brother to Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, 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 I'm Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, and the baby brother. And I'm Jake, I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comic books that we read through every week. And, you know, sometimes we don't always read comics, but we are reading a comic today. Um, Hopefully you already read it. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't got time to read this together. (laughs) If somehow this is your first episode, uh, this is a podcast with three different brothers. We're all very unique. Uh, we're all very individual, and we try to get together every now and then and talk about Batman. We read through comics in a strange continuity order, and then uh, chat about them and games, movies, TV shows, anything to do with the Dark Knight. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, and every week, we come up with a theme drink. And so this book that we read for this week is Nightwing Year One. And so Nightwing. I made for you guys a... Uh, Nightwing, a- what are you doing here? <laughs> a uh, a slushy uh, boozy slushy drink that I have dubbed Disco Wing. <gasps> uh, it has nice, layered nice. uh, dark blue, light blue, with a little yellow on the top <clears throat> to symbolize. It's pretty tasty. Uh, it's uh, made from Dairy Queen's uh, Misty Slush uh, and then matching vodka flavors. So it oh, is nice. very well hidden how much alcohol is in this drink. I Great. was just gonna Great. ask if there's more because I already want a second. I've barely started this one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so before we get into the book, uh, what has been going on in your geeky little worlds, guys? I was like, Ben was like, I'm telling you how to do your job. My job. What do you think you're doing, nerd? Get the words I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. <laughs> yeah, what's been going on? So, Jake, before we start recording, you're like, I don't have a weekend geek. Uh, maybe it's because I'm super self-absorbed, but weekend geek is the only thing I actually planned before coming <laughs> into this. Well, it shows because I because <laughs> I get to talk about myself. Um, so I finally, drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you. Finished bagging and boarding my entire comic book collection. From scratch, from like two months ago. So how many how many books is that? It's like two thousand, oh, but I've been buying cute. them from you in increments of like four to five hundred. So it's finally done, which is very exciting. I finished like ten minutes before you got here, <laughs> so <laughs> it was a it was a good moment. Excuse me. While going through my books, I found that I have like some random old comics that I didn't buy, and I don't know where they came from. And I was looking at them, I was like hold on, this book looks exciting. It is The Tales of the Teen Titans, 
the Judas contract number three, which we just read. It looks in decent condition. And I did a quick Google search and it is between one and seven hundred dollars. Are you shitting? And it is the first appearance of not only Jericho being named, but also Nightwing. Ta-da-da! You can find a picture of me keeping it away from Jake (laughs) on our social medias. Very nice. That's the Brotherhood Batman on Instagram. It's pretty sweet. That's uh it was real sweet, so yeah. I put it in an extra special bag and board. You are allowed to look at it. It's uh, it's got Tara on the cover. It's got Deathstroke. It's sticky, super... sugary drink right here. Yeah, by this I mean, I don't need to see it. I'm done with Teen Titans. It's I fine. figured you were. <laughs> no, but that's, that's pretty no, cool. I can appre- no, that is pretty sweet. Yeah. There's a little boxing around the corners here. It's not perfect, <laughs> but I feel like it's got to be at least a hundred bucks. Like if the range. Well, and that's decent. a very, I, I know we read the book in the trade paperback, but I've seen this cover um, either in research or just being around comics for a long time. Like, this is a pretty iconic cover. Here, let me see With real quick. Deathstroke in the middle um, on either side of him, Jericho and Nightwing. With all the other characters from the story in the background. How yeah. long do you think you've had this? Uh, a couple years. I, I don't know where it came from. I have some old Superman. I have some old, other old Titans. I don't know, but they were they were bagged and board, but not like nicely bagged and board. Jake thinks. I mean, it's got some. His. I mean, it's got some things on it, but it does look like it's in pretty decent shape. I flipped I mean. through it, and you can like read everything. There's no like rip. There's no rips. There's like the edges. Yeah, it's definitely in fine plus. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend that it's that's awesome though. Like, yeah. so. no, I mean if it's that's like better than following. Like when you find like twenty bucks in your jean pocket, like oh, like, oh hey no, and and, and it's uh, I think it's especially cool that we had just read that book. Yeah, um, I freaked out a little bit. So that's my weekend geek. Did nice. you know immediately what it was when you saw it? Uh, I didn't know that it was the Nightwing one, but my wheels were immediately spinning. I was like, <laughs> this is a big book. Like this yeah. is first. I was just like, oh cool, Nightwing Jericho. We just read this, and there's like wait and i flip through it i'm like oh my god oh my god the first appearance. <laughs> yeah so it was pretty cool nice uh my weekend geek kind of covers both aaron and i so we can talk about it together yep. yep we went to a little mini comic show um that was held up in north st louis here our hometown and it was both a, a small little one-day show and then also to help advertise uh the opening of a new store um in the manhattan antique mall uh that specializes in inexpensive back issues which we've gone to when they were just, yes. just a giant and booth in ben, the and it is and this being my weekend geek as well the thing is massive like we made it through what jake a dozen long boxes 15 Maybe long boxes we made it through three quarters of one row out of out of eight and I think I I bought like 40 issues of Punisher War Journal to like, I've significantly have most of that set now. <laughs> nice. And so Aaron and I were like four boxes away from each other, like going down, <laughs> just getting a little space from each other. And he was pulling out and just like slapping on top all of these Legends of the Dark Knight. And I was pulling out all these Punisher War Journals. Uh-huh. And both of our stacks just kept stacking. And we're like, God, you got to stop. Like, please. <laughs> It's like it was bad. We started groaning when we found a book that we thought we might need. It's like, oh, not another one. No. That's but we did stop teamwork, looking for though. like two hours. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they had like two dollar trade boxes. Oh my god. I bought like uh ten 
and trades for like two bucks a piece, I think. Something ridiculous. So So I think after my next drag show, I need to take all of my earnings from that and go straight there and yeah. send them. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's all 50 cent books, dollar books, and then he's got like one half row of expensive stuff. I don't know so. if I'd have the patience to go through the 50 cent books. I'd have to be have a day to myself and be super bored. I mean, if they're not bagged and bored. They're not bagged yeah, and Yeah, but you can fill a long box for like 50 bucks or something like that. What? I, I don't don't quote me on that. It was like fifty or sixty dollars to fill a long box. But I don't need more comic board. books. I want really. Qua- you just grab them and you can fill a box. That's what it, there was a sign above them that says oh, "fill a God. box," and I can't remember the exact price, but I thought it was like fifty-eight, sixty dollars oh, somewhere man. in there. Oh, That's so fun. I'm so jealous, but happy for you. It's definitely <laughs> if, if you don't mind the hunt because it's not sorted. It's not in order. Um, oh, I know. I've been to it when it was a giant booth, and that was exhausting. I can't imagine a full room of it. It's not key issues, but if you're filling holes in a collection, I, I, yeah, it's worth the time. Well, yeah. Or if you just like to look and like, if you just like to look and buy weird shit like Aaron. And, yeah, I do. I buy weird shit. But that's Sweet. Okay. So, general listeners, if you go to there, you'll probably see one or all three of us at some point. Yeah, <laughs> say hi. We'd yeah. love to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, While I was there, I found a, a book for my wife. She's like. You know, I like uh, I liked reading Miss Marvel, and I liked reading Spider Gwen, and I was like, see if you can find She Hulk. So Jake and I are flipping, and I look at their, you know, the rack of trades that are all like half price trades or whatever, and find She Hulk number one. It's like the first thing I find when we get there. That's like, cool. God bless him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta spend money on my wife. Spend money already. <laughs> so, no, but it was a. Uh, it's fun to find that, and she, I think she just finished it and wants number two. So nice. that's awesome. I'll be on the lookout. But yeah, so if you come through St. Louis, go check it out. And if you guys, uh, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, if you have an awesome comic book store, we all travel quite a bit with our families or individually. Yeah. Uh, we love finding those uh, hidden gems of a comic book store in each city. Oh my god! So go on our social media and let us know what your favorite spot is where you live. Uh. Not to make this drag on for too long, but we were just in Nashville, my husband and I, and that comic store was dope. <laughs> I got yeah. anxiety because I was like, we don't have time or money for this right now. There was like every trade you could think of, like the entire new Teen Titans. I know Aaron's favorite. The entire That's run fine. in trade. I was like, what the hell is happening? Josh found all his Avatar books. I was finding <laughs> Kingdom Hearts stuff that I never see. I was like, I don't even know. They had walls of pop figures. It was nuts. Yeah, it yeah. was called Ryan's Comic City. So it was someone's Comic City, which I thought was cool because that's the oh, store yeah. that flashbacks. We, yeah, the name yeah. of the store we worked at a hundred years ago. So, but go on to our social medias. You can find us on Facebook at the Brotherhood of Batman, uh, Brother HD Batman at Twitter, Brotherhood of Batman at Gmail dot com, or Instagram Brotherhood of Batman. I forgot Jake was talking. I just started tuning out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we don't normally. I was waiting for Ben to interrupt, so I didn't know. I'm trying to not interrupt. We're doing three episodes tonight, and this drink is strong, so the interrupting will come drink later. Drink is good. Yeah, I need to like not drink it. But. We don't normally plug this, but I'd, I'd like to ask if you guys are listening, if you guys listen on um, Apple Podcast to give us a rating. Uh, it helps us come up in the search. If people want to listen to Batman podcasts, the more ratings we have, the higher we go. And um, I would like it if that rating would be a five, please. Thank you. <laughs> and if you guys write Just us a like comment. Just like Uber, five stars. <laughs> if you write us a comment, we'll read it. Uh, we got a new comment. We did get a new comment. Did we? Do you want to read it? I do want to read it. Um, this comment is a five star. It says, crime fighting with charm. It says, I gave this podcast a listen because of my love for comic books. 
What hooked me was the dynamic between these three brothers. My siblings and I would never be able to sit in a room together every week and talk about anything. So it's really cool to eavesdrop on these guys discussing something they all love. Of course, they have disagreements and bicker. And honestly, that's where the humor and heart comes into this very fun podcast. Give it a listen if you love comics, The Dark Knight, or just need a good laugh. Thank you, um, listener. Your name isn't on here, so we don't need to read that. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks for writing. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, we appreciate the feedback. I definitely check the ID, uh, the Apple Podcasts ratings and reviews. So if you guys I don't write check us, anything. <laughs> if, you, if you write it there, we'll we'll see it, and we would love to read them online or on air. Uh, okay, so the book we read was Nightwing Year One by Scott Betty and Chuck Dixon. Uh, Chuck. This is from 2005. It covers. Uh, Nightwing 101 to 106 and it retells a little bit of a retelling but also filling in the gaps of when uh, Bruce and Dick have their final falling out. Dick stops being Robin. He goes on some adventures to discover himself and to eventually uh, develop his new identity as Nightwing. It uh, touches on his dealings with a lot of his villains, a lot of his backstory, a lot of lovers. Si- yeah, his lovers, his yeah, side characters. Um, oh, what, Aaron? I don't know. <laughs> we get a we get a plethora of different characters in this book uh, as he goes on this self discovering journey. And yeah, I think that's. Hey about guys, it. did you know that I have the first issue of Nightwing or <laughs> <laughs> the first appearance of Nightwing? <laughs> a nice, nice. Well, it's funny because you say that because I uh, I had to get this book to one of the two of you and I hadn't finished reading it yet, but I knew that we were running low on time. And so I desperately was like flipping through my back issues, like, please have the issues, please have the issues, please have... Oh, man. And I, I did have them, so I was able to finish the reading. Do you have all of the Nightwing books? I have the majority of the 153 issue run of Nightwing. Yeah. Oh. I have, uh, I have all of it up like through 100 and... 10 and then it kind of gets spattered after that gotcha i have uh, a bunch of nightwing no i don't actually no <laughs> i don't have any no because you hate him because he's a teenage superhero I, I don't hate him no i didn't i do not hate him what do we want to say about this book i liked the art it was like kind of cartoony it was a light read um i read the whole thing in probably hour hour plus yeah for six issues it does go pretty quickly so there's a couple i, I want to talk about a couple of the villains that show up in here yeah that we sort of got one of them a few issues a few books ago. We got Clayface in here, mm. and he's got much more of a prominent role at the beginning, what, third of the book, beginning fourth of the book. Yeah, because the opening case is Batman is against Clayface mm-hmm. and has called for Dick's help, but Dick is out running around. So this is a flashback story to while he was still running. Yeah. <laughs> so he's out doing Titans things. He's out doing dick things. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Which some of those dick things are members of the Titans. And he's running bump. late and Batman's not happy. No, no, he's not. And we find out that, you know, Clayface is trying to kidnap a kid and Dick goes after him, even though Batman's telling him not to. And he ends up you know, putting himself in harm's way, but does end up stopping Clayface. Uh, and the baby ends up being, we find out it's more of a dis- domestic dispute and that it was like more, his, um, who's Clayface in this? This one was... Matt, this is Matt Hagen. Hagen's, yeah. And that is actually Hagen's child and it's more of a you know dispute between them and his wife. And So Batman <laughs> and Robin are able to 
get rid of the clay off of him, which I didn't know yeah, was a thing. I didn't either. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. And I even did a bunch of research on Clayface. Clay, yeah. And he can shapeshift, but this is like, I'm a man with a bunch of clay on top of me. Well, especially and then Hagen, regenerates, right? Because Hagen, yes. uh, Hagen was transformed at a molecular level. So, anyways, somehow so, they get the clay off of him and he gets down in the sewer to rebuild himself, but there's no clay. <laughs> Rebuilds himself out of poop. Yeah, he's he's a he's it's a shit face. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is how we'll be if we have more of these drinks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm glad we got Clayface, Aaron. You mentioned Batman being mean, Batman being an ass. That's something I've really felt in the majority of what we've been reading lately because we're reading more of the mm-hmm. sidekick books. We're reading more about other characters, and we haven't actually had like a good batman i don't think we have in my opinion since the first season when i didn't want to read the books (laughs) but that was that was a strong batman now it's all the other characters i'm really really enjoying dick through these readings i'm really enjoying (laughs) uh i'm really enjoying barbara um batgirl which is cool because those are both characters who are very ingrained in comics i've read but not really the main characters i've read right so i'm getting really attached to them and i hope nothing happens to any of them <laughs> oh that would be sad you know batman fires dick after they get back from dealing with clayface even though that shit they face s- yeah shit face and poophead <laughs> <laughs> so he just plain out fires him, tells him to leave the suit, gets out. He turns his back on him in the Batcave yeah. as Alfred's like coming down. Well, he locks Alfred out because Alfred oh, would have yeah, stopped yeah. him or well, tried to stop him. And so Batman is just throwing a temper tantrum at this point. Like he's just mad that that Dick is out playing with his other friends. And he's like, you want to go do that? Go do that. And like you're no longer Robin. Like, it's like he can't have... my bat suit and going home. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly... I mean, he's throwing a fit and he's acting like a child like he he doesn't have the emotional maturity to no, deal with doesn't. Dick Grayson like, he wasn't ready to be a parent no not no. at all and I like how uh later on you see him back in the bat cave and Alfred has put Dick's bats or Dick's Robin suit in this glass case called the boy wonder is <laughs> dusting it off and like and so I, I Alfred, apart from being a seamstress and a butler and a great sandwich maker, <laughs> can make armor. Can make armor and can make and build display cases, right? And, and all these other things. So. He has a lot to do. Yeah, he's, he's talking about medic. How he like saves Batman's life like every other episode. He, he does, with, you know, with Nurse Thompson too. So well, and then going back to the Thompson. villains uh, and the Gauntlet, he ends up portraying Two Face. Uh, I guess they were going to have Jason run into Two-Face at some point in time and have to like... Yeah, that's risky. That Jason's was a dumb a fire... plan. Yeah. Jason's a firecracker. He would have beat the shit out of Alfred <laughs> <laughs> or killed him. Well, they're dri- Batman is dressed as a thug and he's driving Two-Face around or r- Alfred dressed as Two-Face and Alfred rolls down the window in the back seat <laughs> and this other mob car or whatever sees them and it they're was like, sloppy. Oh, it's Two-Face. Go get him. <laughs> and... Like, <laughs> And yeah. then he rolls up the window, and it's like, maybe keep the window up, sir, or whatever Batman says. I don't even know. I really liked how they're like, oh, he's only got one helper with him, which was a nice little um, a nice little detail, because Two-Face would obviously have, have two, two people. Have two, yeah. yeah. And so they're sent by the new uh, up-and-coming villain, Killer Croc, who wants to take out Two-Face. Name's Croc. Killer 
Croc. Yeah, that's uh, Ron Perlman's. He does oh, the yeah. voice in the animated series. Was that? Was that him? Was the animated series? I don't know if he does it for the rest of the show, but I know he oh. does it in that clip. Names Croc, Killer Croc. That's not the one I have in my head. Yeah, I don't know what that's from. I just found it when I was looking. At Weird. It. Um, and so they capture Two Face slash Alfred, and they are gonna torture him, and Croc's gonna take his position in the crime business. Ew. I like Croc a lot. I think he's very. I think he's he's not used all that often, but I really like that they decided to put him in here because dealing with uh the year one of Nightwing, but also with the Jason Todd and those two running into each other for the first time. Uh, Jason Todd's original origin pre-crisis was his villain was Croc. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. Who, who murdered and possibly ate his parents. Mm, yummy. <laughs> because of Dick Grayson, who got that whole situation rolling. Chompity chomp, chomp. <laughs> <laughs> but then when it was retconned. That's and- a tasty treat. It was <laughs> Two Face that killed his father. So, right. like, you got both of the Jason Todd villains in there. Uh, you've got a callback to the Two Face run in with Dick Grayson and Robin Year One. Yeah, that's interesting. What do you know? What's Killer Croc's origin? I don't know. They didn't really go in a whole lot of that. He gets bitten I by a radioactive do. crocodile. No, he's uh, <laughs> he's just born that way. <laughs> he has a genetic condition that turns Baby his skin I was born that way. His skin into scales, and it's slowly over the time of the the stories. It's slowly um, he keeps, I guess, sharpening, di- digressing into uh, a crocodile. So does um, he lose more of his humanity? Yeah. So he does starts off more... pretty smart. He's a um, he because of his condition. He's he's raised by an abusive aunt, and then ends up killing her and escaping. He joins the circus as a crocodile wrestler. And he would uh, he brag about being able to break the crocodile's backs with his bare hands, and that's where he gets the name Killer Croc. Mm. Um, and then he decides that it's just not his strength, but he can use some smarts, and he wants to become a mobster. And he starts. We trying do not to make... support the harm of animals on the Brotherhood <laughs> of Batman. He starts no, to try to not. make a a move into um, the crime scene because he wants to be the king of crime. The Not, king of crime. He doesn't want to be Killer Croc. Okay. He wants to be King Croc. King Croc. But his real name's Waylon Jones. Are you sure it's not Steve? Irwin. Steve Jones. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. I mean, he's basically DC's answer to the lizard. Uh, like, yeah, totally. They're very similar. Yeah. Killer Croc is never one of my favorites, but I think he's a good brute. I think he's a good, more supernatural kind of monster. Yeah. Um, Batman needs a few of those because Batman deals mostly with really smart people or really whatever. So sometimes just having this big thing break through a wall and come after you to eat. Yeah. He doesn't, I mean, you got Solomon Grundy, who's very similar to that in the sense Mm -hmm. of just a big thug. And Clayface has things, but Clayface typically is more about like, I'm going to disguise myself as someone. Mm -hmm. And so, well, and I think uh, I think the Croc has a lot of tie-ins to um, Robins throughout the storyline. They kind of mash up quite a bit, um, and then Croc was pretty prominent uh, near the end of the pre-crisis phase, and then he kind of disappeared. But he shows back up in the prelude to Nightfall, which we'll get to soon, and he's mm. much more prevalent there. Soon, soon. All right. Um, so you you mentioned the circus that uh, Killer Croc was back in the circus. So we also have 
Dick, who, when he leaves Batman or gets canned or whatever, he decides to return to Haley's Circus, which I thought was a good tie-in, um, as a trapeze performer. So I thought that was, you know, kind of a nice homage to going back to that. He also gets his dad's suit. So yeah, the it's inspired by the spires. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they make him a blue new one. version. Of oh, okay, inspired by that, and that's what turns okay. into the Nightwing outfit. So all right, so I got I got confused. We got this um, when he goes back to the circus. Dead man. Is that, that the guy in red? Yeah. Okay, like they they he shows up and I'm like, who the hell are you? It's like I'm supposed to know who this guy is and I had no clue. Yeah, it's one of those like, moments did I miss something? where DC's and, like, we're gonna use a character that everyone should know because you should read all of our comic books. Exactly. It's very much that. Um, it did annoy me. I, I'm familiar with him basically because he was in a Batman at or in Robin Adventures comic about the circus. So I okay. met him in the like animated world. So is he a ghost? Is it So yeah, yeah. cuz so, he like goes back and forth between being at the circus with Dick he's and a talking dead in weird voices man. and then he goes to Batman and you find out that Batman actually sent him to go find out what's going on with Dick. Yeah. So there's there's two characters at play here. Uh Bastion Brand is the original dead man. He was a circus uh, trapeze artist along with his brother Cleveland, and Bastion okay. was murdered and can bot. He's a body jumping ghost, okay. and then his brother uh, continued in the circus to try to discover um, the killer. And okay. so the guy that uh, is talking and giving Dick advice and giving him a little bit of a lip about coming back to the circus, that's Cleveland. And then every time somebody's possessed, that's Bastion jumping bodies. Right. And oh. so Bastion usually will jump into Cleveland and be a superhero. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that would have, I mean, had I known anything about it, that would have made more sense. It just seemed really kind And of he's a character. Weird. I had to look all that up. Like, I know who Dead Man is. I know he's a ghost. I know he can possess people, he's but I didn't know any of lot. his backstory. He's not like a JLA member. Like, yeah. he's just kind of around, adjacent to the Batman stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. But he's been around for a while. He's been around since the 60s. So. Oh, wow. Um, really? Okay. So I'm sure we'll have more to say about the circus, but before he gets to the circus, he actually goes to Metropolis. Oh yeah, um, I, I really liked that to find a grown up. <laughs> to find a grown up, yeah. And Superman not is dumb like Batman. Superman is more mature than Batman, I feel, and he's also not human. And they discuss that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. He wanted an outsider's perspective of the situation, and I really liked this issue of him in Metropolis because we talked before in a previous one where he's saying how he, in the Titans book, where he's saying where he got the inspiration for right. Nightwing. Mm-hmm. He's like, all my mentors, Batman and Superman. Yeah, and that made more sense when we find out at the end. Yeah, yeah we actually got to see like, okay, so he... He does look up to he Clark. He looks up to mm-hmm. Clark. They have a relationship. I love the Lois stuff. Yeah. Um, Lois is like, you're clearly like superheroing with this kid. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm Clark Kent. <laughs> I like football. Go team. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was hockey. Oh, hockey. Which yeah, was right, very right. funny. Um, yeah. It was great. And then uh, they have to stop a bomb together. And some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> so they say that line yeah, in here. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought that part was good. Do you like that? Do you like uh, nods to that? Like, oh, well, you're going to get this joke if you're in the know. Knock, 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 knock. Uh, well, it depends on what the nod is. Like, that Depends one, on if I, you get it. <laughs> yeah, but in the sense that I think more people are going to get that reference if you ever watch the 60s show, um, as opposed to this, this red dead guy that 
you know, unless you were a huge DC, I don't know. None of us seemed to know who he was, really. Uh, I know who he was, well, but yes. But only I because I've read Batman animated comic books. Like, it, it was a random book. If I didn't have that one book, I wouldn't have known. Well, yeah. no, I think that joke lands because then this book is approachable by people that are, you know, coming from the coming to it from different angles. So, right. Aaron, you, you're more familiar with the 66, and then you've read some weird random crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also... We've talked about like different people being like, this is my Robin or this is my whatever from their experiences. The 66 show does have like, if you watched that, Dick Grayson's probably your Robin. So this is a big book for that. Right. No, so that it, would, it would make sense to have that reference in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Superman does not only just have a, uh, give him some advice and then they have the great joke about the bomb, but there's kind of a big call here. Um, one of the reasons that... Clark points out that one of the reasons that he thinks Dick is so upset is because um, he can see that maybe Dick at one point in time thought he was going to grow up and replace Bruce, that he was going to, he yeah. was being trained to be the next Batman. Yeah, he said that, you know, that he thought about being Batman or thought he might be. And down the Grayson's future. like, well, I never told anybody that, but deep down he has that desire. Which is interesting. <laughs> Just, just put that one in the back folder there, guys. <laughs> See you in hmm. six years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I liked all the little inspirations. I liked the dad's costume. Like, it mm-hmm. made the goofy disco wing costume not feel so dopey when you're like, oh, this is a traditional circus performer. And then uh, they add the yellow for the Robin nod and mm-hmm. like it. it, it I don't hate disco wing. <laughs> Y'all can disagree with me. I, I think for of the time, it's a cool looking costume to be designed in the 80s. Well, this um, one wasn't as bad as the Teen Titans. Well, it transitions to that at the end. Yeah. Um, when Alfred makes him a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think we just get it on like the last page maybe. But. Right. Yeah. But this one, it like you said, the the circus outfit is much more. It's just two shades of blue, and they had some other really great nods to other stories we've read. Like um, Dick mentions about how you guys, uh, Bruce and Alfred, because he's narrating this entire story, and we See, find I, out. I thought he was writing a letter. Well, he to he Bruce, makes that right? comment. He said, "You guys are yeah. writers, but that's not my thing." I don't. It seemed like he was writing a letter to Bruce, and I. I kept waiting for at the end of the book. Okay, is Bruce going to be seeing this letter about everything that's well, going he, on? He records it on a tape recorder. Oh yeah, that's right. And he sends it. <laughs> he sends it with Batgirl. It's been a while since I read this. Sorry. No, you're good. I was like, um, Wait a minute. I thought because I yeah. I thought so too. Because he's like, I don't really write. So I was like, oh, he's writing. And then it was oh, and they make a mention. He's like, except for that one time I wrote, which was the first time he got fired, and he wrote that like thank you note. To oh, Bruce yeah, in that yeah. book we read. Yeah. And he mentions like Alfred's got his journal, you've got your files, like this Barbara is, is a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so Barbara's in this for a while. Like they've got a good like a whole she's issue together. Good. I, I like how she's kind of she's sort of a grounded member of the team. Like mm-hmm. she kind of keeps everyone in check a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and um, did, you, did you guys catch when Alfred, I think it was Alfred, references Birds of Prey, referring to Barbara? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I exciting. That yeah. yeah, there were a, a lot of nods here. Um, Chuck Dixon, I don't know if you guys put, I'm sure, maybe Ben, because you've read a lot of Chuck Dixon before, but he also wrote 
Robin year one and Batgirl year one, which we... Oh, well, that makes sense. Or he co-wrote both of them. And he wrote, he writes the majority of the Nightwing standalone ongoing series that he this was written did. in. I he like wrote him issues one through so 70. <laughs> like who, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just re-list... Aaron's referencing George Perez and Marv Wolfman. Um, I just re-listened to uh, the very first Titans we went over um episode i don't not, think i liked you so much in that. not episode. the one you hated no not the one you hated the first one um oh that was very cartoony one. yes the cartoony one when yeah we, that one wasn't bad well <laughs> well in that we referenced george um perez and marv wolfman about something else because you're reading i read of crisis your, yeah. you read crisis on your own accord and then well, we that's get into before the i knew right but then i'm like oh there's all these other titans members and you're like oh cool don't spoil it i'll get to it and then you get to it and you're a hateful bitch <laughs> so i loved re-listening to that knowing what i know now anyways i digress what were you saying jake uh, <laughs> so Chuck Dixon wrote issues one through seventy, and then came nice. back to do the six oh, issue. Oh, cool! Um, but he also is the co-creator of Birds of Prey. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler. Though and, the character spoiler and Bane. Yeah, he. Whoa, oh, nice. He's a he's no. A, Chuck Dixon created Bane. He's a co-creator of him. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was looking for a Birds of Prey issue that had the Condiment King. Just because I wanted another book on the condiment. Did you like Google you know, him? Yeah, I googled the issue. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah, he's in. What uh, is it? I have some birds of prey. Full continuity uh, now. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Okay. It's in my CLT. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you know, there's funny. a condiment king Lego man, right? What? Yeah. That's an easy Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we're winding down here a little bit, but I definitely want to talk a little bit more about Jason because he is the next generation of where we're headed, and they have absolutely set that up here. Um, Dick does not get along with Jason. He's like, why are you here? What the hell's going on? He even hog ties him at one point in yeah. time. <laughs> he's like calling up Barbara because he knows Bruce won't talk to him. And he's like got one foot and Jason's on the ground like squirming around all hog tied. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the bat suit that Jason, or the, I keep saying bat suit, the Robin outfit that Jason wears What's with the legs and the fish scale crotch, Ben? Can you explain that outfit to me? Do you remember that? I mean, that's the original Robin the, outfit. The fish scales? Yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, like a male. Like, like Birds don't have fish scales. Well, like protection for his genitalia. Bump, bump. Scales? I don't understand. I it's don't like know. Captain America's scaly thing. It's like a plated armor kind of thing. Like okay. it's layered armor. If you say so. I can't justify it. I, I, I don't know. I, it's <laughs> often in Robin drawings like that, but it's not always the detail isn't always drawn in, but it's hmm. often there. So is that um, Bob's doing the drawing of Robin? <laughs> Bill came up with the concept and Bob's Bob is... Bob Kane created everything. He's perfect. Leave him alone. He's dead. I want to talk. So you talk about Jason. You mentioned how um, Nightwing keeps saving Robin yes. and all these things. I really love that because it really puts him in a leadership position. It puts him in a big brother role, mm-hmm. even though he hates this kid. He doesn't no, want to I be did doing like this. That. I, I, you know, I like this book. I thought, you know, we're not to review shit, but yeah, I did like that that aspect of. Uh, Dick showing him this is the gauntlet. This is what you're gonna have to go through. This is how it really is. You know, you need to watch out when we get to certain things. He covers up his eyes at a couple parts because he's still a kid. <laughs> right. He's like, don't look. Well, it, it's a big part of Dick Grayson's character, and it's a big thing that makes him different than Bruce. Dick is nurturing. Like 
when we get to another Robin that I cannot wait to get to, they're legitimately like brothers. Like that is, they are very close. And so I liked seeing his relationship with Jason, like kind of starting, like he could, he is a mentor, even though he doesn't like the kid. I think that's really important. Whereas Bruce is just seeing them as employees. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce sees him as expendable. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Or is he is an he... asshole? Yes. <laughs> uh, I really like the way that uh, Jason treats Dick. Like he's like he knows he's his replacement. He, you know, Bruce yeah. has told him about him, and he's like, "Oh, you're that guy. You're the guy I'm replaced." And then he goes on about when Dick's like lecturing him. He's like, "Oh, did he can you for talking too much?" <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of got he's got a mouth on him. I kind of like Jason. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good punky. A pain in the ass, Jason, here. Do you guys have any other thoughts? I have one more thing I want to read before we go on to reviews. When he saves uh, Jason after he shows him the ropes and um, Batman is shot again, um, he saves him by the cape, and there's like some reference to capes in there. Oh, I might need to rethink the cape. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that just reminded me of uh, the incredible scene. I didn't pull any sound effects for that, but uh, just the, the airplanes. Yeah, with no capes. That's legit because Nightwing does not have a cape because he's trying to be his own person. Well, yeah, that's a good lead. I'm sorry. Did you have? I I did. I wanted to talk about Batgirl again real quick. Uh, We see a bit of their relation, their romantic relationship sort of goes a little bit into this, but she also comments on how he has all these other people. We see him with Starfire. We see, or they mentioned that he's with Mm -hmm. Starfire. Yeah. I'd yeah, because this is in the Titans book that like this is a, a missing chapter of the Judas contract. Like he's Where romantically in involved a with a relationship. Yeah. Like no, he's a sleaze. He's kind of slutty. Kind of slutty. He's kind of slutty. Um, because he's trying to get with that girl, and she's like, "No, you're this person." But then there's also he's like trying to get with the girl at the circus, and she's like, "Biz," and he's like, "Oh, she just wants to talk about business." I was like, "You have two. It's not people. personal. It's strictly business." <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be personal. Why do you have that? One? Anyways, so I just I, I don't know. I really I enjoyed the character of Dick Grayson in this. I enjoyed Batgirl and Alfred, and that's pretty much it. Well, and what I wanted to read <laughs> is the end of his tape to Bruce, and I think it it launches Dick Grayson into mm-hmm. uh, a future uh, for his character, and and you know he's going to be a little bit absent for a little while from our podcast because. He is off doing his thing, and he is making a name for but himself. I want more Titans. And it's not the closing remarks, but it's the ones that hit me the most <sighs> at the end of his tape. And he says, I may not be your partner anymore, but I'm just as committed to your crusade as the night you made me swear the oath. You were the best father you could be. That was a little um, deep, deep, and <laughs> shady, and was but, it kind of a dig, too? Yeah, it was I, a I little think it bit just of defines- Dick Grayson so well because he is committed to this. Like of any of the Robins, of any of the Batgirls, of any of the Bat family, the one person that's as committed to it as Batman is Dick Grayson. He can't be anything other than Robin. And when Batman won't let him be Robin anymore, he has to create this new persona. That's going to cause arguments later down the road (laughs) because I feel like, I feel like there's a character in this book who's just as committed Alfred? Yeah, I, I disagree, Jake. I, I think I think the core members are all very committed to it. I think Dick Grayson's the most committed. I think he's the most like Bruce Wayne. I think the most like Bruce Wayne. He's very similar or <laughs> very different than Bruce Wayne personality wise. But 
when you boil it down, they were they're orphaned. Tra- yeah, they're tragically orphaned. Yes, that's stealing tires. This is the only life that they know. (laughs) Like, they don't know another life. They don't have anybody but each other when it comes down to it. It's so lonely. You know, Dick Grayson does have the Titans. What was that? It's so lonely. Uh, Yes. It's so lonely. Because he allows himself to have fun. And the whole reason they separated is because Dick has more friends and Bree's got jealous. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, pretty much. I think right now they're very different, but I think over the course of the character, they become very, very similar. That's fair. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? It's alright. That right. was terrible. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm appalled. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. So I enjoyed the book. I thought it had a lot of tie-ins to other things we've read. If you are following along reading list-wise, because the reading list changes so frequently. Um, <laughs> burn! Thick burn, dude! Get him, bro! Sorry, continue. <laughs> Jake looks sad. Uh, what was I saying? If you're following along to the crap-ass reading list. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> happy birthday jake by oh, yeah. the way happy birthday. <laughs> it's jake's birthday everyone it was a good drink you made jake um <laughs> no it fits really well into this continuity <laughs> storylines there's a lot of good tie-ins yeah i thought it was enjoyable new villains i i liked how they've got on the cover two-face but it's very deceiving when we yeah when jake posed the book to us ben and you saw the cover you're like oh it's another two-face story that's why he chose it. and it's really not um but I thought that was, you know, that was a good play. Um, oh, the cover is all of his friends and mentors. Yeah. Yeah. It's Batman, Alfred, Superman, and Batgirl. Yeah. Um, huh. I, I liked it. You know, we didn't talk. At the circus, he does get his batons that he uses yeah. or his weapon. I thought that was a cool. cool introduction. Um, I thought there was a lot of little nods that we said and some, you know, some tie into other things. But I thought this one, if you have been following along or you want to know more about Nightwing, you can skip the Judas contract and just read this one. Um, I am going to disagree with that last part, but <laughs> I, I love Chuck Dixon. I thought the art was really fun. I enjoyed reading this book. It wasn't my favorite thing. It's a solid in the middle of everything we've read for me. Um, I think it's important, but this is just a story that I just know from all the other DC stuff I've read. So I didn't really need to read this. But if you like Dick Grayson, if you are following along, you should definitely read it. It's good. It's fast. It's worth your time. But it, it's a, it, I, I gave it like a B minus. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think I, I agree uh, with you, Ben. I Of the three year ones from the sub-characters that we've read, this is my least favorite. I think it's good, but I don't think it's as strong as Robin year one or Batgirl year one was. But if you want just kind of a dabbling of each of these characters, this is a great place to get uh, some Robin into Night or the Robin into Nightwing story, and it is a lot of fun. It is a great Dick Grayson story, um, so I do recommend reading it in this uh, continuity and out of the continuity, just as a good book. But it it is not quite as strong as some of the other year ones have been so far. Cool. 
What's on the reading list? Next? Yeah. So if you guys are the reading along with, list. with my <laughs> shit list, it keeps on changing. Uh, yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Uh, we are reading a book called Batman Batgirl. Uh, it doesn't have a subtitle. It's a this is a one shot uh, about Batgirl. And so it uh, What is on the spine? Does it say Batman Batgirl on the spine? It says Batman hyphen Batgirl. Huh. That's it's weird. By Kelly Puckett and Matt Haley. What do we learn, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> it's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, to make fun of no. Jake. It's time to learn the day's lesson. The and to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel, Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Cool book, Ben, but it's still the Titans. And on that note, I'm <laughs> the sunshine into Gotham. And if you're not... T- if you're not careful, sunshine will burn you. I'm Ben. Goodbye. I'm Aaron. I got a lot of cleaning up to do, and I'm getting daggers stabbed at me. <laughs> and I'm Jake. I uh, I'll go back in the sewer and form some more shit lists for you guys. <laughs> All right. See ya. Oats of berries, plants this city's ways. I am the night, a tyrant of the shade. I am the spice, I am the pain repaid. I am the night, a fear that lies in shadows cannot fade. Crush the The Brotherhood of Batman is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. The Network is a collection of shows about the Dark Knight, plus ones that cover DC Comics, films, and TV, and lots of other geeky audio experiences. Everyone loves the Drake, oh my god, Tim Drake, uh, Batman, the animated podcast, oh my god, animation, and many more. We are very excited to be a part of this group of talented podcasters. And you should head over to find out all these great shows at BatmanPodcastNetwork.com. You can find more of the Brotherhood of Batman on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Woo! Enjoy!